Hello everyone and welcome to news Anime News and Reviews Podcast. This is your host, Speedy, and with me today are Colton and Blake. Hello! So this week is a review episode. We are reviewing the start of the second season of Demon Slayer. And this episode we're just going to do Mugen Train and we'll do another episode to discuss the Entertainment District. I think it's kind of fair to split it into two episodes. Um, if you didn't listen to the last episode, uh, you definitely should. It was their 25th episode, so we decided to talk about essentially how we all got into anime, when, what, what we like, what we don't like, things like that. So it was a, it was a good episode to get to know us as your hosts. Uh, you can find it anywhere you listen to a podcast, Spotify, Google, Apple, wherever. So search Anime News Reviews Podcast, as well as our Twitter, Anime N and R, or just search Anime News and Reviews. Follow us, share our stuff. We try to do our best to keep everyone aware of what's going on, whether we have a new episode, we have to skip a week, whatever. So yeah, um, <clears throat> if, you two don't, if you two don't have anything else to say, we can get started. Let's do this, please. Oh, oh I, I do want to say, because uh, we have the news about, wow, Funimation going into Crunchyroll um, now has Dragon Ball Z dubbed version on Crunchyroll. Oh, does it? Yep. Does it include a Z guy? I don't know. They only told me Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, that's about how I feel. I would rather watch, if I'm going to rewatch something, I'd rather watch 69 episodes of Kai. <laughs> nope, just Z. Then two hundred episodes. That's fair. Just watch a bridge. It's only sixty-six episodes. Yeah. The ghost episode sixty, but ten, thirty, and sixty have three parts. So, anyway, <clears throat> let's get started. I'll just talk about one of those funny abridged on YouTube. Yeah, I was talking about Team Four Stars abridged. That's hilarious, and you will quote everything they say. It's probably. That's the most famous one. It's also the best done. <laughs> anyway, uh, who wants to start? stuff uh, met some crazy people these Hashiras so to speak but anyway they're kind of waiting and then they get you know word to go see the go to the moving train so here we are they're looking for this bad 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 man named Kijiro Rengoku he is the epitome of badass Epitome? Wait. Epi- what? Epitome. Oh, sorry. <laughs> He's the epitome of a badass. Epitome. He is, he, 
just a gangster dude. It's kind of hard not to tell which one is him because his hair. Um, you could just tell, like, if you were walking past somebody and you see the hair that this dude has, you're like, you're definitely not just a normal person on this train. Um, Spot the main so, character. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, so, you know, they're kind of just walking through this thing after um, Inosuke kind of just loses his freaking mind over a train. Um, <laughs> gosh, yeah. Inosuke, you know, doesn't never seen a train before. He's a little country boy. Nothing. So, you know, they get on this train and they just hear this dude yelling, Umai, or what? What is, what's he say in English, tasty? Uh, yeah, in English it's tasty, in Japanese it's umai. Umai! Umai! Anyway, that's all you hear. Literally all you hear. And, like, on the back of the... It's, like, I want to say, like, near the end of the train. Um, there's this, this crazy dude with him yellow and red hair smashing bento boxes. Turns out, that's her boy, Kyojiro. I can't speak today. Kyojiro, yeah. <laughs> yeah, gosh, good lord. Um, our boys back there just going to town in bento boxes. Um, Bentos are good. First, first thing you kind of notice about him is how, like, uh, like oh. Yes, thank you. That's a perfect word. How expressive he is. He's very, very, very just like. In the moment. Like, yeah. he is not afraid to. Not Past, not squares emotions on a sleeve, doesn't give a uh, shit in oral, he's just like, yeah, I'm living. So, yeah, exactly. And like, I mean, there's nobody, who's gonna stop? <laughs> um, so yeah, dude, our boys back there just go to town. Um, like, you know, they introduce themselves and get to talking or whatever, but like, the first, like, first impression of Kyojiro is like dope. Because you just, like, can just tell this man is just something else. Um, especially at the end where like, like Kanji, or the end of the first season where like they're kind of meeting all the Hashiras. Like he, Rengoku was like the one that kind of like stuck out to me in a, in a sense because I already know Giyu. He's already my, Giyu is like my favorite Hashira. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, I already know how cool he is. I already know what he's about. But like see another person and when I think of like Abilities like the like main abilities that like I think people like use that are strong are like water, wind, earth, and fire. Anything that kind of branches off of that, I just for some reason I don't see as like efficient and as strong because it's not like a core element. Anyway, I'll just wait till next so, week when we talk about Tengen. Um, so like seeing him with this shroud basically just fire around him and like Rengoku's a bad. Mother, mother gunner, dude. This dude is so like. Ugh. I wish I could have like a fraction of the freaking badassness he has um, in his life. But so you know, they link up on this train and they start talking and they start. Um, they just you know shooting the shit, man. Just talking it up, trying to get. Tanjiro being Tanjiro is super hyper focused on this mission. Zenetsu and Inosuke are just Zenetsu and Inosuke. Inosuke is still losing his mind at this thing that's moving. He wants to fight the train. Like, it's just fun. But Tanjiro is like, 
yo, we're here to meet this dude right here, like, blah, 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 blah. And Tanjiro, the man who's just, like, one of the most calm and collected people I've ever, like, witnessed, is, like, taken aback by how, like, energetic Goku is. Like, how fucking, like, the dude is just... Um, so, like, he, he just gives off that, I'm here, let's do this, like, I'm not taking any shit, I'm not taking any, like, I'm just gonna mess you up, and that's how it's gonna be, like, Luffy, I'm just gonna kick your ass, that's, that's literally, um, so, you know, and it's like, while Tanjiro's trying to, like, figure this dude out, Zenitsu's crying because they're gonna be facing demons, and Osuke doesn't know how to freaking react to seeing a huge-ass train, but, you know, things do happen, you know, they do, you know, eventually settle down, and eventually, <laughs> words, you know, words get, uh, words get exchanged, and, you know, they, they talk about the, you know, the demons on the train, and, you know, they just need to stay alert, you know, stay awake, stay alert. Yeah. Next thing you know, they're all false. So, um, Speedy, why don't you go ahead and uh, take over here, buddy, after they, they find themselves seeping. All right. So, <clears throat> they found themselves, well, we found them sleeping. Uh, <laughs> and uh, this was caused by the demon Enmu. And, uh, it kind of takes a, uh, what? Were they the, like, upper or lower? Uh, Enmu was lower moon one, hoping to become an upper moon. And, like, drink more of Muzan's blood to become stronger and stuff, because he has a weird thing about it. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, yeah, he, uh, made them all fall asleep, and he took, what was it, four people? kind of like hostage almost, to go do this thing where they enter the main character's dreams. Because apparently there's some part that you can access in the dream and, like, kill them. Pretty much, yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street meets Demon Slayer. So, uh... Yeah. Yeah. So they in, they enter these dreams. Um, they also tie themselves to the person with the rope. But they enter these dreams, and <laughs> it, it's what I really like is that we actually got to see the dreams of the characters. The best one has got to be Inosuke's. That one was absolutely hilarious. Like exploring a cave, and all the the Tanjiro, Zenitsu, and uh, Nezuko were like animals. Anyway, it was hilarious. Of course, Zenitsu's dreaming about Nezuko. Kyojiro's dreaming about um, his uh, his brother and his uh, father. Um, and you can, you kind of see Rengoku's role. Backstory. Yeah. A little, yeah, like, yeah, why, why he is the way he is, almost. Sort of his motivation, 
Yeah. His mother had, like, died at a young age. His father is, like, kind of mentally unstable. Yeah, I think he was the previous Flame Hashira. He trained Rengoku, and then uh, his brother, uh, Rengoku's brother was born, Sinjudo, I forget. <clears throat> um, but but then, you know, their mother dies, and their family kind of goes downhill a little bit. Their father's, like, depressed and kind of mentally unstable about it. <clears throat> and, of course, the two brothers miss their mother, but Kyojuro kind of takes, like, the lead. Yeah, takes care of his brother, makes sure his brother is okay. Make sure his father doesn't... He kind of wants to be, like... He wants his father to be proud of him. But... His father's just a certain character that... Makes that difficult. Yeah. It does. It's sad. Um, oh, Tanjiro was dreaming about his family, of course. That's all he thinks about, which is fair. <laughs> so, <clears throat> these people enter these dreams, um, essentially to find over oh, the spiritual core, I think it's called. Um, yeah. Um, if you hear a dog in the background, I apologize. So, basically, what? Yeah, it's Gino. It's it's Gino. So anyway, um, basically they're they're supposed to go and destroy these cores, um, but they uh, are not able to do that for various reasons. Uh, with uh, Kyojuro, I think what he did was pretty awesome because before before it's he uh, whoever it was is able to destroy it. Like, his real body, like, moves and, like, I think grabs the neck of the person or something. Yeah, if I remember correctly, what, what the hell had happened? I thought it was, like, originally... He was, he was asleep. Well, yeah, he was asleep, but then I remember, I thought, uh, at least I know in the movie version, wasn't it, like, they had either, like, if not killed someone, they somehow turned someone into... It was like he either brainwashed a person into like basically being kind of like a sort of servant of his, and so he had these like helpers. Yeah, I think it was the train conductor. That. Oh, okay, yeah, or like some of the workers yeah. on the train. And yeah. I don't know if they, he had just like he had killed them and like allowed some kind of like a lower demon to like get inside their bodies and hijack them, or if it was he just like brainwashed them or something. But yeah, and then they do that, so his actual body in real time ends up responding to the outside threat and they're like how the hell is this possible <laughs> yeah because <laughs> it's because it's Kyojo he's awesome um, so he he grabs this person by the neck and stops them from continuing um <clears throat> I don't think we see exactly what happens with the other two why they can't do it I mean Inosuke is pretty wild and Zenitsu is pretty wild too in their dreams but uh it goes to uh, Tanjiro um, and his, so the spiritual core is basically a reposition, representation of who you are in your nature. That made me... And Tanjiro's is just 
uh, completely. It's it's so soft, and it's just like water, still water going on forever, and it was just very calm. It's kind of like use eleventh form, calm water, or whatever. Anyway, um, which was it was really nice. It kind of causes the person to hesitate too after they see it. Yeah, so like it's so warm and it's like there's nothing negative. It's yeah. They almost want to go closer towards it, not to do harm, but to like to bask in the like dude. It's like it to like take the hand of friendship being offered. And it kind of just beat into my head that like how much of a like I don't know, I mean how much of a badass Tanjiro really is because like. I promise you, if my whole family got slaughtered in front of me like that, well, yeah, it's like you would expect. You know what I'm saying? There's like a lot of malice and hate in his heart, but then you see this even a little more you know of him struggling some, some kind of, some kind of mal feeling, negative, whatever. Nothing. Yeah. There is not a single He's negative thing. I mean, you have to remember, this is the guy that cries for demons, so. Like yeah, this, it's. Tomio. Out, like, you know what I'm saying? 
but is still so apt to just chop a dude's heads off. <laughs> Alright, uh, where was I? Uh, oh. <clears throat> so yeah, we see Tanjiro's dream, uh, dream and stuff. Um, and then at that moment, uh, Nezuko wakes up. Um, and she, she like, she sees Kyojuro holding the dude by his neck, or whoever it was. Um, and then she tries to wake up Tanjiro. Obviously doesn't work, so she like heads headbutts him, and then she actually ended up getting hurt because Tanjiro has a really hard forehead for some reason. That was so funny, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, to wake him up, uh, she uses her blood demon art, which is like com combusting like or alighting. Or yeah. Um, and then he he's able to wake up then. Uh, so next, uh, okay, so the makeup, Blake, you go. Okay, yeah, so if my memory serves me right, oh man. So, I mean, at this point, it's just a fight within the train. Yeah, well, so, isn't it, it's Tanjiro and Nezuko now. I'm pretty sure Zenitsu, the other three, Inosuke and Kojiro, they're all still asleep, technically. Along with everyone else on the train. Yeah. I thought at one point, like, Nezuko ended up staying behind. Yes, yes. Yes, because that's where Enmu is. Yeah, he basically, uh, yeah, he was able to, um, it was his blood demon art, I think. Um, so, like, I forget exactly how he activated it. Oh, it was the eyes. Yeah, so, and it instantly put you to sleep, but with, yeah. Although it's really cool is when, when he does fall asleep, like, he, like, in his dream, kills himself.
I think because he did it so quickly, he was able to realize it was a dream, So and he kept doing it. Eventually, he did it, and it was the real world, and he was about to kill himself because he thought it was, he was asleep, but I think... You know, I think he knows Kay stops him. That's it, yeah, because all the while Nezuko's doing her thing, and didn't she use the same thing to wake up the others? I don't remember how exactly it all happened. I just remember at one point, Nezuko managed to wake up. I think I want to say he woke up before. Uh, or sorry, not Nezuko. Uh, Zenitsu. He wakes up before. And he I mean he he kind of he kind of wakes up because Nezuko is like in trouble. I put in parentheses. Typical shonen. <laughs> Super Saiyan 3! And so then he like starts involving physically like manifest uh, manifesting kind of like all over the train essentially and at this point I can't remember if uh, Kojiro was still in his like state or not because I remember like one of the henchmen or something was like trying to destroy his spiritual core but then he was able to move in his dream state also like fighting to stop them from getting to it and I think he eventually did stop them and I think, for whatever reason, I think he was, like, the last one to actually wake up on the train, was Kojiro. Yeah. I mean, it kind of makes sense with his, with his, with his dream, you know, it kind of makes sense. One man's leader must sleep Yeah. Well, that's the thing, is, like, you never know if these Hasha are even getting any sleep, or if they're all just, like, awake 24-7, making sure no demons try to approach the stronghold. They probably sleep in, like, the early morning, or, like, the... Late afternoon. Or unless they have like a shift thing where it's like, alright, we're gonna have two people, you know, do the night shift and then you guys can sleep during the day and then we'll have two other people do the day shift. But I also think that out. any of the Hashira, if they're asleep, they can also be just as alert as they uh, were yeah, asleep as they are, you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, it's kind of like a, if, if they don't tell us, it's kind of up for theory type of thing, I feel like. They are technically always using their breathing styles, no matter if they're awake or asleep. Yeah. They're gonna be just as. Yeah. So all that was kind of neat is just their whole structure, and you know, it does feel a little inspired by Bleach and like Soul Society, which I would argue is just a much bigger organization slash take on the whole. Uh, Hashiras and Demon Slayer Core kind of thing, because it's like, alright, here are your underlings, and these are just your regular, standard Demon Slayers, and then you have uh, what the hell were we calling it earlier? The ones that are essentially picked to be successors to Sugukos Sugukos to become future Hashiras So, in that way, Sugukos to me seem kind of like the Vice Captains, if you will sort of But there aren't that many of them you have like a vice captain for every one of the squads which is 13 of them and then you have the actual captains of the squads and so to me the Hashiras were always kind of like the captains of those squads from Bleach that's kind of what I got from it was like these are the the best of the best essentially as far as the demon slayers go 
But um, yeah, and so all that's going on, and then so he's physically manifesting onto the train at this point, and Zenitsu's woken up because Nezuko's in danger, and she's trying to stop the manifestations that are on the train that at one point gets kind of stuck. And so he wakes up, and he does this whole thunder-breathing thing where he basically goes through pretty much almost the whole length of the uh, train car and cuts down, like, all these manifestations to the point that they aren't an issue anymore. It was one of the coolest scenes. Yeah, one of the easily best scenes and one of the most underrated, in my opinion. It's like, I, I really do wish they... I hope they flesh him out more from what I've seen so far because it's just like, okay, it's unique in the sense that he has this breathing technique, but he only knows the one technique, the one form. And it's just like the idea of if he actually ever learned all these other forms, or if he's even able to learn how to fight in different ways using the same form, just, oh, unlimited possibilities there. I love Zenitsu. People hate on him so much. Well, it's just they keep playing him for life to sort of be annoying, but then it's like when he actually, you know, shows up to the party to prove his worth, and he does, and it's like, that's what we were waiting for. We just wish we didn't have to wait so long to get to it. So it's, yeah. it's really just it's frustrating like that they write him and they choose to use him. For real, though, because they could have wrote him the same way, but kind of wrote him more along the lines of, like, Arthur. Yeah. Like, Arthur's a complete idiot, but is literally so freaking strong, it's unreal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they could have made him the biggest crybaby like he is, but made him, like, a fucking freak when he's asleep. You know, I mean, he kind of is, don't get me wrong. But, like, that's why yeah. I want you, I'm so excited for people this anime, because Zenitsu gets a little love in the next season. And, like... Oh, I hope so. He, he's, sure obviously, hope so. he still cries and stuff, but, like, I'm telling you... <laughs> He is a bad ass. People hate Zenitsu, and I'm like, I got, he's the only, I got a little chibi head Zenitsu sitting on top of my Xbox. <laughs> I love Zenitsu, dog. It's like, I love his fighting style. It's just, it's frustrating to me, because, like, as a character, if you were, like, a character designer, creator, whoever you are who's coming up with these ideas for these characters, for this series, it's just, you're not using him enough. It's like, no, it's I feel really, that one of the most underrated characters, at least when it comes to, like, in the actual fights and in combat that you have at your disposal. And the potential is there to just, like, expand his character to the point that he ends up being, like, one of the top three of, like, all time in the eyes of the fans. And it's like... No, I feel like at this point, you know, the manga's kind of already finished. It's been written. It's been decided on paper. But now with the anime, you have the chance to, if you wanted to technically try to take a different route with it and you check in with the creator the original creator and as long as they're okay with it if you have that opportunity i say go for it take him in a different better direction if you can i say go for it as far as zinitsu is concerned um and then we have a nosuke who honestly just reminds me of like a young kampachi if he were to join the demon slayer core but was like so out of touch with everything else um, yeah yeah their personalities are pretty similar. And they're not just normal swords, dog. He's chunked them out. Yeah, no. And the fact that his name, the blacksmith who makes the swords, and he sees that he purposely put the dents in the sword. Have you seen him and Tanjiro link up yet? 
Oh my god, yeah. Dude, that shit was so funny, bro. He was I knew he was gonna be pissed. You threw your sword? Like, yeah, no, it's lost. I literally got stuck in a, a bird moon and <laughs> never getting it bro, back. I was dead. Uh, he's like, you threw your sword? <laughs> what else was he going to do? No, I was pissed that he threw it and it wasn't accurate enough. Like, granted, it was from a pretty long distance, so the chances of him even hitting him to begin with, but, oh my god, if it had just been, like, a little closer to, like, the chest. Just, oh my god. Dude, literally. literally. Then, like, the... Just yeah. a you threw your sword! So, Zunitsu does his whole thing in this part of the story arc, and then at some point, Inosuke woke up. I don't remember if he, someone, like, helped him wake up. Once again, if that was, like, Nezuko or whatever. But he ends up waking up at some point, and then... I thought he ended up helping Tanjiro, like, with the main car, the head car, to, like, join up with him and help him. Yeah, I think he did. And, yeah, so at this point, it's like the whole, you know, we're going against the main boss, Phase 2, essentially. And, uh, at one point, Tanjiro, like, wow, what was it? I want to say, like, Tanjiro provided the opening by trying to, like, go for a pseudo-full blow, or at least enough of a blow that would distract him. So that way Inosuke could go in for the cut to, like, basically destroy his, uh, physical manifestation on the car. So that way, uh, because I guess it was, like, wherever his heart was located at, his physical weakness, weak spot. And so Tanjiro would kind of distract him by, like, either cutting his head off or something, even though he'd be able to regrow it back or something like that. And then have Inosuke, while he's distracted, slip in and attack the weak spot. I thought that was kind of what they did was something similar to that, or they just kind of like kept cutting through all the physical manifestation, the layers, because they were so hard that they had to cut through multiple times. And then they end up finally basically destroying what was the equivalent of his heart, and also freeing the train from his grasp, if you will. And then of course, all just in the nick of time to save the actual physical train from having like an actual wreck, and saving all the passengers from... Uh, potential train crash, essentially, and so the train does end up coming to somewhat of a, uh, arguable, safe stop. And the passengers, they end up surviving without really a scratch at all, and everyone else is fine. Now, Nezuko, uh, Zenitsu, Inosuke, and the whole works, and then, uh, Kojiro, uh, so he shows up later. Uh, as Tanjiro and the others are kind of helping everyone else kind of get off the train safely. And then, of course, uh, the, what was it, the Upper Three showed up? Yes, Upper Moon Three, Akaza. Yeah, what a dick. <laughs> you don't like him? He's probably my favorite of the demons. Yeah, he's pretty dope. I would have to see, like, the other moons first in order to, well, because how many numbers were there again for, like, the lower moons in total? Was it, like, 12? Or... It's 6. It's 12. There are 12 moons total. Yeah. Okay. It's 6. Okay, so 6 upper and 6 lower. Yes. Alright. Because Docky is, like, 
Yeah, I think she's yeah number six. So, upper three shows up and it's like, oh boy, we're in trouble. Why is this guy here? Why couldn't he just leave good enough alone? No, 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 no. We got to make sure there's another demon there in case they screw up. And uh, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, they have four demon slayers there. Ojiro ends up having to. Uh, take on the upper three while he decides to give the other younger demon slayers a chance to uh, rest and recover so this way he can help save all the passengers that were on the train as well as his fellow demon slayer comrades by fighting this guy and so it ends up becoming a pretty heated battle and oh, uh, literal heat <laughs> it was a it was fire to go at it, you know, head to head. And of course, the, at a certain point when you think, oh man, this is it, here we go, turns out, you know, once again, the whole, this isn't even my final form, and then upper three shows what he's really made of, and takes the Hashira by surprise, and basically ends up causing enough wounds that he's not going to survive this. So now, he's acutely aware now, yeah, okay, then I need to do something right here, right now, while I still have breath in me. And so, uh, yeah, he ends up using his uh, flame breathing, and all of the best, most powerful techniques he has at his disposal, and he gets so freaking close to just, like, cutting this guy's head off. Like, I remember seeing the movie version in the theater, and I was about to, like, jump up out of my freaking seat. You like, and I both. I swear to God, if he does not cut his fucking head off. Cut his fucking head off, dude! <laughs> You're two inches away! Just swipe! For the love of God, in the name <laughs> of Spartan 117, for the love of God, finish the fucking fight. Bro, just slide. You know, two more inches, dog. That's funny. I got two and inches. It's not much, I promise. And so he ends up basically. Trying to cut his head off to the best of his abilities while, of course, the demon's still conscious because he hasn't fully cut the head off. And so he's like, okay, well, turns out I'm now too weak to be able to cut this guy's fucking head off. So now, best case scenario is I hold out until sunrise and this guy just turns to ash. And so that's what he does. He's like, alright, I'm just gonna let this guy punch holes in me and then I'm eventually going to tighten up my body, like literally flex and clench all my fucking muscles so fucking hard that he can't pull out of the holes he's punched in my body so that he can't get away. And I'm just like, if this isn't the biggest chat teeth under cock I've ever seen. <laughs> like this guy right here. <laughs> and so, yeah, basically it kind of comes down to this emotional, you know, using every technique he has at his disposal while trying to stall the clock, essentially. And then eventually, unfortunately, he does end up breaking free from his sword and from his uh, wounds that he inflicted in his body. And he ends up running away while Samlight's still surely enough on its way. And he ends up making a break for it through the woods, and then Tanjiro's like, like fucking hell, you're gonna get away with this. And so he chases him down to the best of his abilities, and then tries to chase him in the woods to a certain degree, and then says, fuck it, I'm just gonna throw my sword and pray like hell I end up hitting something or end up taking this guy out. 
And sure enough, I'm thinking, oh man, sunrise, the sun's gonna cook this guy even if he misses, but for the love of God, please don't miss, just like a little closer to the right in the chest. Come on, Contra, for the love of God. Goa is death to be in vain, and sure enough, his sword hits him, but it doesn't hit him in the fucking heart. Well, even if it did, like, I don't think it would have done it because he's a demon. Yeah, he would have been fine. The only thing that can kill a demon normally is the sun or cutting off their head with with a Nichirin blade. Yeah, it has to be Nichirin. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. And so he gets away literally as sunrise is coming up while he still has the shadows of the trees on his side. And I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. But Panjiro the whole time's like, you motherfucker! I'm gonna find you! And I'm gonna fight you until I can't fight anymore! I mean, so... Yeah. Narratively, it makes sense. Narratively, it makes sense. You gotta use a Hashira to show the power of the upper moons. And the fact that this is upper moon 3, which is the fourth strongest demon, able to beat a Hashira. A somewhat like Rengoku, who is pretty strong. Even amongst the Hashida. He's probably yeah. upper, upper middle of strength. Definitely one of the stronger Hashira. I can think of three stronger than him, but that's probably about where. Yeah, it's not a lot. It was neat. 
Well, cause and I remember back when they would advertise mm -hmm. for like movies, like well, anime movies that were playing in Switch. Not like Studio Ghibli stuff, but like actual like shonen, like stuff that you would normally see either like on late night Cartoon Network or like late night Adult Swim stuff, like Bleach. For the longest time, was an Adult Swim only kind of thing. And uh, I remember they would like advertise, like actual advertisements in like magazines and stuff. Like, oh, hey, by the way, this anime movie, the first ever Bleach movie, is coming to a theater near you. And I'm like, what? This is a thing. <laughs> you mean? <laughs> and you mean to tell me? Let me get this straight. Yeah, dude, Mugen Train was really, really good. Um, and I think it, it, it was just really good. Um, yeah. Animation was beautiful. I love Demon Slayer um, animation. Yes, I think right now it's gonna be very hard for me to find an anime that it. No, no, I'm not. I'm sure One Piece is beautiful in Wano, but as far as like One Piece right now for me, I'm still. I still see like what animation I'm looking at right now. Right now, Demon Slayer I think is the most beautiful anime as far as fight scenes and colorways and like how they like do transitions and how things like how buildings break. Like one thing I really liked about Black Clover, dude, the color palettes are nuts. Nuts. The colors they get away with are just stupid. They're so beautiful. An entire episode that's just all the Hashiras just unsheathing and resheathing their swords. And I like, would have goosebumps the entire time, dog. Promise you. Yeah. I would have goosebumps the entire time that was going on. And it's like, you could literally just go over each Hashira and what they are, why they are, how they are, and I would watch three seasons of that. Like, but I don't care. Well, it's like, it's honestly, they could make as much Demon Slayer as they wanted, and I honestly God, don't think anyone out there in the public sphere would say no to that. For real, you'd have like, to, you just have to be blind. Max like, profits, just keep pumping it out, keep making it. And that's, and that's what I really like. One, there's like a animation style called, it's like a blocky, like a block style. Black Clover uses it a lot, but I really like. I really like that until I thought that was really pretty, and then I start using like I started seeing how Demon Slayer started doing it, and then another beautiful anime with like just just disgustingly beautiful graphics and fight scenes is Jujutsu Kaisen. Like it is, I'm so excited to see how beautiful that that movie is that's about to come. Like it's just ugh, beautiful, 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 and it's just like crazy that people just draw this shit, dude. It's like, how? How, Sway? It's pretty amazing. That on its own has to be a challenge, is just drawing it, period. So now you gotta do like multiple different panels of these drawings. And then once you nail the drawings, then it's like the animators, oh man, but now we have to like do extra. We actually have to add movement to these drawings for the animations. It's like, oh my god. Yeah, it is crazy. It hurts my head to think about what they have to go through to just like from paper to animation. Just oh, god. Animation's crazy these days. It really is. So we finished Mugen Train, huh? Yep, that's Mugen Train. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well.
Yes, yes. Next time, we'll either do it next time or the time after that. We might do a news episode. It's been a while. We'll discuss it. But be prepared for Entertainment District. It is. <laughs> so, th thank you for listening. <laughs>